0: I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, a continued exploration of Spark, November 2018. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode... 338. And once again, this is a multi-part episode of Spark. Set of day-by-day ruminations on themes that go along with November light and gratitude, memory and remembering, awareness and seeing, acceptance, knowing. When I pulled these over, however, I ran into some audio problems. So This recording, especially, is uneven. I apologize in advance. I really wish these were better quality, all in all. Here we go. These are very short. Spark is and continues to be a real challenge this year. And it would be easy to just not spark. And I don't like that. I don't like that that is a possibility in my head. And I don't want it to be. I value. The stick with itness that goes along with a project like this, even when outside cues maybe suggest you should just pull the plug. So, today is Spark, and I'm bundling these together, and we are just past mid month. So, there is a good bit of Spark left to figure out. And maybe somewhere along the way in this month, The air here will clear because I think all of this smoke and everything that that brings with it in terms of how we feel and how things look and what it seems like outside and everything else. I think that has something to do with how this is going or not going. It certainly has something to do with my light. Sunday, November 11. Things have been so gloomy somehow. I wasn't sure what I would note for today. I really wasn't. I worked at my desk on other podcast episodes for most of the morning, and midday, I walked into the hall, and there it was, ahead of me, light coming in the living room window, through the lace curtains, over a random chair, sitting there right in front of the window. It's a chair that we brought in one time from the roadside because I will never get past the idea of having a house full of oddball chairs. And so many times I think we should just put that chair out on the street. We don't use it. It's incredibly heavy. We don't have others. It will never be what I want in my head or what I see in my head. Sometimes the whimsical ideas in our head really just belong in our heads. So sometimes I think we should just put it out. But it has been sitting where it is, at least since last Christmas, maybe longer. Maybe it was moved at that point. I just don't know. Maybe not. And there are a bunch of books on it school books, textbooks that they have but don't use or don't carry. It is a towering, teetering pile. It is one of those kinds of piles that becomes a fixture in and of itself in your space. It doesn't really change or it changes in such slow and subtle ways that the change is not apparent or evident. It just suddenly is the way it is. So it just sits there. But in the moment, as I walked into the hall, there was this beautiful light coming through the window and across that chair. That light. That was my moment of seeing for today. My moment of gratitude. Sudden and sharp and poignant, soft, all at the same time. It was a moment of brightness that, for a fleeting second brushed away these cobwebs the doom and gloom the smoky air seeing it i knew i knew immediately and with certainty that it was my moment seeing it i knew that that is what this is all about that kind of moment that flash that instant that millisecond of awareness that is what it is all about And I had a moment of palimpsest, of pastiche. All at once, I saw the moment. I took in the warmth of the light, the slight gold, the honey of the chair, the faded blur of the books, the brightness of the light, the dappled light coming through the lace. And at the same time, I remembered last year, sitting in the dining room at the table, which is never clear, but was last year at this point during spark sitting there and making notes and having the room brighten while I was writing the room brightened around me in one of those moments where the sun comes out from behind clouds or something like that and that was happening outside the window but the change in the room happened as I sat there writing the light completely transformed I remember catching my breath at the suddenly brightening room, the way that can happen all at once, and how it feels when you really key in and notice it, feel it, take it in. At the same time, it crossed my mind that I needed to record the chair and the light and the stack, that it was drawable. I had just been talking about clutter in the last show, drawings of clutter, drawings of interior spaces, stacks of chairs and books are always full of potential for drawing. I got my phone and I tried to get a picture that could capture the feeling of the moment. But the camera insisted on taking in all of the other stuff. The camera couldn't sort out why it was so special. The camera got it all, the rest of the stuff that my brain was completely willing to overlook in the simple appreciation of light through the lace and across that chair. My brain really did filter this scene into something very specific. So I have photos that I might could draw from. I could just ignore all the rest of it. They are not photos I would share. That will never be my Instagram feed. That is really clear. I will never have that kind of feed, much as I might like to. But yes, photos that I might could draw. But maybe more importantly was the moment. The moment. Because keying in on the moment made it stick with me. Just like last year. The moment of awareness and the appreciation of that light. This is not a time right now for us here of beautiful light. This is a time of scary light. But coming through that window and that lace on that day, there was a really beautiful quality to the moment, to the cast of light, to the fall of it, to the spray of it across the chair and into the room. It is a beautiful thing to catch those moments of light. Monday, November twelfth. Such a strange series this is turning out to be. It really is. It's really hard to explain, but things definitely feel unusual just with everything happening around me. But gas stations, not typically a subject on the CMP, but gas stations have been cropping up in a series of paintings that my son has been doing in the last few months. That probably sounds a little bit odd, but it's actually a pretty amazing series to see. It's really fascinating to see these empty and really still and quiet landscapes that have gas stations in them. So I was out at the end of the day, and I had not yet had any moment of miraculous light. And unfortunately, that really is the reality. We are not always going to have miraculous light, we are not always going to be hit over the head with moments of amazing light, no matter how much we want that to happen every day we can't make it happen. Sometimes we get lucky. And sometimes the timing is just right in your world and in your climate. And the light works out. You catch it. You see it. You feel the moment of grace. You feel that moment of beauty. You feel that vastness. And you can so easily get lost in that. It can sustain you through a day. Sometimes it works out. That is not proven to be the case this November. So I was out late in the day. I had not yet had a moment to talk about in my day. No aha moment. No, there it is moment. I went out to get gas. And while I waited for the gas to fill to pump, the sky was, I'm torn between calling it bizarre or incredible or amazing. And really it was all of those things. It was pink in a way that sky is not normally pink. This was not a normal sunrise pink. This was not a normal sunset pink. This was something altogether different. Now, again, we are in the middle of devastating fire to the north of where I'm at. And the smoke from that has covered everywhere. It has really socked us in. It extends far beyond us to the south. So there is a reason for that pink. I know that. I know that. I knew that. The scientific part of me knows that pink is tied to fire. This is not a miracle moment of color, a miracle moment of sky color. There was a sad reason to that sky color. And that's partly what I'm talking about this juxtaposition and dichotomy between these moments that are so beautiful and the reality of those moments and what they represent. Sometimes it's hard to reconcile that. It's hard to be grateful for that amazing moment of pink when I know the cause. I know the cause. When I saw it, I was standing there in the middle of an empty gas station. There were not many people out, not many people around, not many cars, and there was this pink sky. And it was dusk, so the light itself was unusual, and I thought, oh, he should see this. This is amazing. While I waited for my gas to pump, I walked around the parking lot and snapped a couple of photos. They'll probably never be used. But when I pulled them up to look at them later, even I was amazed. There's nothing natural about this sky. It looks like technicolor sky, like something that has been colored in. A photograph you were given, a really old photograph, a black and white. And you take those special markers and you tint everything. But this was hypercolor. That same idea, but hypercolor, technicolor, a crazy moment of sky. There's something so unreal to the photos of that sky. That became my moment for today, my moment of light, my moment of gratitude. I am grateful I saw it. I look at that photo and I see the odd tinges of green and gray, this light green to the station itself, the pillars of the station, the dirt and oil stains on the pavement, and then the sky. Such an arresting moment. And that became the moment for the day. I am grateful I saw it, noticed it. I'm grateful I snapped the photo because my memory at the end of the long day wasn't nearly as clear as having that photo. I don't know that I would have even believed that I saw a pink that was so unusual without that photo. So I am glad for that. Tuesday, November 13th. Want versus need, that is so often part of the subtext of the SPARK series, because it comes up when we talk about gratitude. If we're honest, it comes up when we think about and talk about gratitude. Want versus need, and focusing on gratitude, identifying moments of gratitude, writing down your gratitudes, making that a part of your day, one or three or a couple or a haphazard number, however many strike you in a day, but at least one. Those kinds of practices can help you frame the way you see and the way you think, give you that lens. That's the word I always use for it. But it is harder to do. It is harder to do when things are not quite as in balance. And in this case, I think everything feels just enough out of sorts, just ominous enough and just frightening enough and just eerie enough that it has slightly skewed the lens. It is harder to talk about light things, light as in simple or simplistic or non-weighty. It's much harder to do that in the face of everything that is going on. And I think that that same kind of imbalance, happens in many, many cases. It is very difficult to maintain your practice of gratitude depending on what's going on. And that is, of course, I guess the challenge to train yourself to always be able to do it. And I can do it. I can look around and know that I am grateful for so many things. And yet I can also feel superficial in the moment. And focusing on those things in the face of everything else. There's so much to think about and untangle, wrangle, sort out when we try and figure out our relationship to gratitude. And to how we do become people who can be grateful in the face of things that are so incredibly hard to understand so unfair, so unjust, so random. How we can be grateful and practice gratitude and not be embarrassed by our gratitude. Definitely things I'm thinking about. I am dutifully doing my one sentence gratitude every day. I did stick with that. I had set it up that way in my planner and I am sticking with that. I miss the more exuberant Feeling of my gratitude logging last year. I do miss that. And I have no idea how much the smoke is affecting me. I know we are all having headaches and breathing is difficult. There's a fogginess to thought. Definitely, this is not just a little bit of an air problem. So maybe I have to give myself a little bit of space. But I really do miss the wonder of last year, the wonder, wonder of spark, and the wonder of suddenly feeling so grateful and being so aware of these moments. And yet I do know that so much of that was triggered by light. So much of that was triggered by light. Wednesday, November 14th. I did my monthly drive today. Not really a huge deal, but it is always a big deal to me. I never really want to do this drive. But this drive this time, and I was driving 45 miles south and then back. And it was amazing to see the smoke everywhere. To look out into the distance and not be able to see the hills or mountains or landforms that I know are there, to have them totally veiled, paled by the smoke. It is incredibly disconcerting to be out and about. It really is. There has been no light in the morning over the last few mornings. No color, no light. I have found myself contemplating not even going to check and that would be such a travesty it would be such a derailing of this project it would be sad The whole house smells like smoke everywhere you go smells like smoke and I walk in there and I know there will be no light but I walk in there each morning with the hope the hope for that light Once we let go of that hope, then we definitely have a problem. Thursday, November 15. So today, the smoke got worse. This is an entire series of sparks, I'm afraid, about smoke. I don't know how to get away from it. It has so affected my sense of balance and my ease or lack of ease, because I feel very not at ease with all of this. It is just far too uncomfortable. It's scary, it's eerie. These are words I continue to use because it's really hard to explain to someone not here how this feels. I have seen photos being posted of views in the city or around the city during other times the same exact moment now, and this definitely looks like something out of a dystopian science fiction novel. There's definitely something apocalyptic about what is happening. The air got even worse today. School was let out early. School was canceled for the next day. Everyone is in masks. Heads were splitting. And the light is harsh. It is incredibly harsh. You go out and on the one hand, everything is shrouded. There is just this perpetual gray to everything. It's heaviness. It's very hard to describe this way. Everything is cloaked in the smoke. But the light is also piercing, piercing where it is. It is incredibly sharp and hard to look at. It is blinding I am the art the art is me so that is it for this installment of spark this is a very strange set and unfortunately the audio problems were such a big deal that it really set me back and it has been a challenge so they don't sound the way I would like them to sound, and I do apologize. And that last one just trails off. As always, thank you for listening. I'm Amy, and you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are available on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy, and as Creativity Matters Podcast. You can also find me in the Creativity Matters community group at Facebook, and I hope to connect with you somewhere. Thank you, especially to those of you who support the CMP at Patreon, patreon.com slash creativity matters. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone.